Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. I find a lot of inspiration everywhere I look. So I think that it's just important for us to keep our eyes open and to stay positive because as much negativity as there is around us, if we look for the positive, there is a lot to be inspired by. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Adam Mindler, Chief Executive Officer at the Veloz Group, where he runs multiple businesses. We talk about the importance of having a positive mindset. We talk about success, leadership, dedication, and we also talk about podcasting. All right, here's my conversation with Adam Mindler. All right, Adam. Can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Perfect. So first of all, Adam, like we do every single time, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us. I know that if you're anything like me, you have a lot going on. So we certainly do appreciate you taking the time out to talk with us. LZ, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you and with your audience. The second thing we always like to do, Adam, is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day it all started, or you can start a more current day. Tell us about yourself. (laughs) Well, in the interest of time, if I was going to go back to the day it all started, we would be here for a long time. So I will try to be respectful of that. But I was born in the San Fernando Valley. So I'm from LA, grew up in the Valley, grew up on a street called Velos Avenue. And that might sound a little bit familiar to listeners because my company is the Velos Group. So when I started the business back in 2012, I was 28 and there was only one name to name the company. And it was the Velos Group after the street I grew up on. That was a really impactful experience for me. My childhood played a really big role in terms of how I think, how I act, how I feel really who I am and everything about me. And a little bit about where I am today. I run a few different businesses. We have a couple of different e-commerce businesses. So we have a company called Beverly Hills Chairs. We're the leading sellers in the country of refurbished brand name office chairs. So the Herman Miller Aeron chair, which sells for about $1,200 brand new. 
as the number one selling office chair in the country, number one selling office chair ever made. We sell that chair for five to $600 refurbished. So we do the same with other brand name chairs, the Herman Miller Mira chair, the Steelcase Loop chair. We also have a company called Custom Tobacco. You can go to customtobacco.com, create your own fully customized private label cigars in real time. So everything's customized, the shape, the size, the blend, the wrapper, the filler, the flavor, and the cigar band itself is customized. And premium cigars sourced from the Dominican and Nicaragua. You can find that at customtobacco.com. We have a software development company where we work with early stage to middle market companies on custom software development. And I do a lot of writing and speaking on leadership, on management, on entrepreneurship, on business. I've written in outlets like Forbes and Inc. and Huffington Post. I also have a podcast. So LZ, this is always fun for me, being a part of the podcast experience. My podcast is called 30-Minute Mentors. I go one-on-one each week with one of the most successful people in the country, a founder or CEO of a leading company, household name company, a major celebrity or athlete, a general or admiral. We go one-on-one for 30 minutes on how they got to the top and more importantly on how listeners can get to the top. My goal really is for anyone tuning in to be able to take away a wealth of practical, actionable advice that can help them better excel personally and professionally. So got a few things on my plate, but always happy to find time to hang out on great podcasts like these. So Adam, you were mentioning that you manage multiple businesses. How in the world do you do that? (laughs) I think it's really important to do two things. Number one is to surround yourself with really good people. So it's impossible to run one business in a successful manner without having a great team around. So that's the most important thing. The second thing is to try to manage your time as effectively as possible. It's a challenge that all entrepreneurs struggle with. It's a challenge that all leaders struggle with. There's so much to do and only so much time to do it. But the more effectively you can prioritize, the more effectively you can focus, the more effective you'll be at leading one business, the more effective you'll be at leading multiple businesses. Got it. And one of the things that I appreciate, Adam, is I've always said that there are two ways to learn. One is to learn from your own experience. The other is to learn from the experience of others. And I've been told that there's wisdom in learning from the experience of others. So the work you do is very important in terms of teaching and growing entrepreneurs into being great, awesome leaders. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for the kind words. And I think you captured it perfectly because so much of what I've learned in the course of my career has been through my own experiences. I have degrees from two of the top business schools in the country. But as much as I've learned from sitting in a classroom, I've learned an exponential amount more through the School of Hard Knocks, through starting businesses, failing, making mistakes, getting back up, and trying not to make the same mistake twice. If you make the same mistake twice, don't make the same mistake a third time. And 
that's been a tremendous source of learning for me. But I've also learned so much through having the opportunity to interview America's top leaders. I've interviewed over 300 of America's top leaders through an interview series that I have in Thrive Global. And that inspired me to start 30-Minute Mentors. And I now have 20 episodes as of today's recording. And the interviews have ranged from conversations with... My most recent one was with the founder of Electronic Arts, the second largest video game company in the country. The one before that was with the play-by-play announcer for the Angels. The one before that was with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President Obama. So the number one highest ranking military officer in the country and retired four-star general. And each week I try to highlight a guest who has a really interesting and unique and unbelievably valuable set of experiences and a perspective that can really impact listeners in a way that can help them become better in everything they do. And I can tell you that with every interview I do, I'm learning so much. So it's just been an awesome experience. Yeah, I agree. And four and a half years ago, when I started my podcast, Enterprise Now, that was my motivation. I wanted to learn from business leaders and entrepreneurs. And I could probably write a book. I have all of the notes that I've ever written from all of my interviews. And I've learned, to your point, so much from these brilliant people. Now, Adam, tell me a little bit about your perspective on mindset, because you're talking to these people and you are actually one of those people, right? Successful entrepreneurs that have a lot to offer the world of entrepreneurship. What is a success mindset? There's a lot that goes into it, LG. And I think the first thing that goes into it is staying positive. I know that in times like these, it's very easy to get sucked into the negativity around us. And there's a lot to be negative about. I think it's important to acknowledge that. I'm not someone who's Pollyannish. I am very real about what's happening around it. The coronavirus is a terrible thing. We're in the midst of a global health tragedy. We're in the midst of an economic collapse. There's awful suffering everywhere around us. What's happening in this country in terms of racial inequality? I mean, LZ, this morning before our interview, I don't know when this show is going to go live, but I can tell you for listeners who are tuning in, we're recording on uh, June 1st. Literally before this interview, I was watching the New York Times just released their investigation into what happened. And they released a nine and a half minute video. Awful, awful. I would watch that nine and a half minute video literally right before this interview. And it's terrible. There are terrible things happening around us. But all we can do is focus on what we can control, what is within our own grasp. If we're negative, all that does is increase the cycle of negativity. Doesn't make anything better, doesn't make anyone better, doesn't make ourselves better. We need to be positive and we need to focus and channel all of our energy 
toward positive good. So whatever you care about, whether you care about social justice, whether you care about economic justice, whether we're talking about within a business context, building a successful enterprise, building a small business successfully, leading a successful team. In terms of a lot of the guests who I've interviewed, I interviewed one of the most successful swimmers in the country and talking to him, Ryan Murphy, three-time Olympic gold medalist, who's training now for the upcoming Summer Olympics, which will be next summer. We were talking about the mindset of how to become the best swimmer in the world. And it's all the same. It's all about being as focused and determined as possible on your mission and being dedicated toward achieving something special and something great and not letting negativity, not letting the distractions around you get in the way of what you really hope to achieve. Awesome. I like how you phrased that or you position that, right? Because we shouldn't be oblivious to the things that are happening around us. But at the same time, I like how you said one key is to stay positive and to focus on the things that you can control. What are some of the similarities? Again, you've interviewed a lot of these leaders. What are some commonalities that you're finding with these people? So I love this question, LZ. And the first thing that I tell everyone when I'm asked this question is there is universality within how great leaders view leadership. And the principles of leadership apply no matter where you're leading, no matter who you're leading, no matter what vertical, what discipline, what type of organization. To be a great leader, whether you're leading a sports team or leading in the military or leading a startup company or leading a Fortune 500 company, you need to be true to the same principles. You need to, first and foremost, understand yourself. You need to be a good listener. You need to be intellectually curious. The theme that I'm hearing a lot from the people I interview, great leaders are great readers. And that can be taken literally, that can be taken figuratively. Something that I found really interesting is the number of guests who I've had on my show who have told me that they're listeners of my podcast. And I'll tell you this, LZ, when I started my podcast, I thought that the people who would really find my content valuable would be people who are aspiring to be great leaders, people who are maybe in the beginning stages of their leadership journey. They're young, they're early to mid-career, they're trying to figure out what it takes to become a great leader. And I found that those people are finding my show to be very valuable and helpful. But what's been really interesting to me is a lot of my guests have been telling me that they've been learning so much from my interviews with other guests. And I think that there's sort of this notion that we think that people at the top know everything and they have all the answers. But in reality, people at the top are on this continual quest to learn more and to gain whatever answers they don't already have. So that's been something that's really interesting. Another important principle is the importance of others, the importance of team, the importance of subjugating your own self-interest to the interests of those around you. So when you think of what it takes to be a great leader, It's not about 
your own journey to the top, but it's about helping others not only get to the top, but take the team to the top. So those are a few things. And man, with each episode, there's something that a guest says. And I say, well, you know what? Well, three episodes ago, this other guest said the same thing. And give you a good example. I did an interview with a really famous musician and songwriter. The interview hasn't aired yet. It's going to air in late June. So anyone interested, subscribe and come late June, it's going to go live. But on that show, we were talking about his daily routine and what his day looks like, how he structures it. And one of the things we talked about was how important it is to him to get eight hours of sleep a night. He sort of said, all these people who talk about four or five or three or two hours of sleep and wear that as a badge of honor are crazy and are feeding bad advice. And I said to him, interestingly enough, I just had another guest on my show who wrote a book specifically about how to optimize your health. And one of the things that we talked about on the show was the value of a good night's sleep. And Elsie, we could talk about this with any one of these principles. When you talk to great leaders, you hear the same things emerging over and over again. So for me, I try to keep it fresh. I try to keep it interesting. I try to make sure that guests are sharing their perspectives in unique ways, which they do because we all have unique worldviews. But you do hear a lot of themes emerge that you can't walk away from. I'm going to share one last one, which is a question I enjoy asking, which is, on a scale of one to 10, how important is ethics to leadership? And that's a question that no matter who I ask that question to, the answer is 10. And we don't leave it there. It's really why. Why are ethics so important to leadership? And when you hear stories, whether they're stories from a self-made billionaire, Gary Michelson, who talks about how he risked getting kicked out of medical school because he was forced to do surgeries on animals that he thought were inhumane. And he said, I'm not going to do it. Kick me out. And that really defined the rest of his career to generals who talk about how leading on the battlefield is defined by your moral principles. You can't deny how important it is for all great leaders to have a strong moral compass. Well said, well said. Now, to kind of piggyback off of that, one of the the things that I am inspired by, to be quite honest, is the fact that I can conversate and communicate with people from all over the world. Podcasting is an amazing medium and platform for that. Now, inspiration being a driving force, what inspires you? I'm inspired by many things, LG. I'll tell you this. I'm inspired by Mike Trout. I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but or if any listeners are, but anytime I watch Mike Trout, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by Shohei Otani. I don't know how many listeners know Shohei or David Fletcher. Man, those guys inspire me. So I could put on a baseball game. LeBron inspires me. There's a lot that inspires me. So I'm pretty easily inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired by so many of my guests. I've interviewed a lot of the guests who I've mentioned to you inspire me. How can you not be inspired by a guy like Gary Michelson, who grew up without any money? He had to put his way through college. He worked two jobs in college to pay his way through. 
and worked as a surgeon, got up at 5 a.m. every day to show up at the hospital to go through his rounds and after work would go home and work on his inventions and didn't really have any financial plan. The goal wasn't to be rich. The goal was to just try to improve what he was working on. And next thing you know, he sells a bunch of his ideas for over a billion dollars. That's inspiring. I mentioned that I had Victor Rojas, the play-by-play announcer for the Angels on my show. His story is inspiring. He was in his 30s without a college degree, without really knowing what he wanted to do with his life. And he starts broadcasting. And not much long thereafter, he's a major league broadcaster. And in my view, as good a broadcaster as there is in baseball today. We can go through each one of my guests and there's so much inspiration in each of these journeys. So I find a lot of inspiration everywhere I look. So I think that it's just important for us to keep our eyes open and to stay positive because as much negativity as there is around us, if we look for the positive, there is a lot to be inspired by. What motivates you? That's a good one, LZ. I recently had a guest on my show and we were talking about the topic of motivation. And the question really is, is motivation something that can be taught or is it something that's innate? And I've always been motivated. I've never needed someone to motivate me. I've never needed a drill sergeant to look over my shoulder and yell at me and say, do this. And by the way, interestingly enough, the great military leaders who I've interviewed have told me time and time again, that isn't how it works at the highest levels. The best leaders aren't the ones who yell. They're the ones who inspire. And I've just always been motivated from a very young age, motivated to be my best self, motivated to make a difference. And that fire has always been lit. Now, we've talked a little bit about inspiration. You've told us what motivates you. Tell us about a butterfly moment in your life when you went from being in a cocoon to being a beautiful butterfly. (laughs) Still waiting for that one. Probably it was the day that I shaved my quarantine beard. (laughs) It was three weeks of growing a quarantine beard and I was doing Zoom calls with my parents and my mom after the second Zoom call said, Adam, you look awful. You got to shave that thing. I said, mom, I'm not really experiencing any interactions with humanity. What does it matter whether I shave or not? And I shaved it and I think I'm maybe marginally more beautiful now. (laughs) Got it. But tell us about a business situation or something that you kind of grew into your own, a moment where the Adam Mendler that we see today became the Adam Mendler that we see today. Well, something that I believe very strongly in and Again, we talk about lessons from America's top leaders. You hear this a lot. It's a cliche, but there's a reason why it's a cliche that's used quite a bit. There is no such thing as an overnight success. I can tell you with our businesses, with the businesses that we've built at the Velos Group, it's been anything but an overnight success. We're still every day grinding. So was there one moment that we turned around and said, aha, here it is. The business has quote unquote arrived. No, on the contrary, it's a lot of hard work. 
LZ, to, to give you an analogy, I've been working out just about every day. I mean, I take days off to rest, but I've been physically active just about every day as far back as I can remember. I started lifting weights when I was in college, my sophomore year of college. And I played ball growing up from the time I was really a little kid. So playing sports, competitive sports, from the time I was a little kid all the way through college, I played intramural sports, started pumping iron in college. There's not one day that you turn around and say, I'm fit because I did this this one day. It's a journey. It's a grind. It's dedication. It requires a mindset. It requires commitment. So that's the way that I look at it. Got it. So if you had to take about two minutes to educate us on something in your area of expertise, what would that be? Give us something that the enterprisers can take hold to that can help make their businesses better. Sure. So I give quite a few talks about leadership. I did talk quite a bit before Corona, back when in-person speeches were a thing. Hopefully they will be a thing sooner than later. But a topic that I really enjoy speaking about is the leadership journey. And that really starts with understanding who you are and a topic that I think not enough people really understand or focus on enough is the following. So LZ, you and I are spending some time this morning talking about my journey. You're doing a great job talking about some of my accomplishments. But to be as honest as I can be, I'm really, really bad at most things. You haven't really asked me about all the things in life that I'm bad at. And if you did, we wouldn't have enough time for this episode because I, I know that you have a limited amount of time on this show. There is so much in life that I'm bad at. We would probably have to go on all three of your podcasts, maybe 10 episodes across all three of your podcasts, just covering everything that I'm bad at. And I actually think that that's the case for most people. I think most people in life are bad at most things. And if you're intellectually honest, you'll acknowledge that. But I think that we're all good at a few things. And I think that we all have that one thing that makes us special. We have that thing that makes us different, that makes us unique, that makes us special. It's our superpower. And the more quickly you can figure out what it is that makes you special, what it is that makes you different, what it is that makes you unique, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So LZ, something that I really try to implore, something that I really try to not only tell audiences that I speak to in person, but all audiences, and certainly your audience today, is get on that leadership journey as quickly as you can. Get on that journey of self-discovery. Understand, figure out what is it about you that makes you special? What is your superpower? What is it about you that is different than everyone else around you, that is different than your friends, that's different than your neighbors, it's different than your colleagues? It's not an easy question to answer. It's not a superficial answer. There's no superficial marker. It's not, I'm good at soccer or I'm good at cooking or I'm funny or it's something deep, but figure it out because that's really the first step. And from there, you can build your life around that. You can build your career around that. As a leader, once you figure out what it is that you're great at, 
You can then figure out how to most effectively spend your time. You can then figure out who to surround yourself with, who to bring around you to compliment you, who your team should be, how your team should look. So if there's one tip you want me to share, it's that. Fantastic. So as the old saying goes, Adam, time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) But I don't want to let you go without giving you the opportunity to let people know if they want to listen to your show, your podcast, or reach out to you with questions, how can they do that? I appreciate that, LZ. So I try to make it really easy, accessible, just through my name, just Adam Mendler. So you can go to my website, adammendler.com. You can find me on social media, at Adam Mendler. So that's at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. And my podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, all spelled out. You can find it on 30minutementors.com. You can also find it on your favorite podcasting app. So whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, just type in 30 Minute Mentors. And LZ, just wanted to thank you again. And thank your listeners for taking the time to tune in. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.